0: Hello and thank you for joining us today at Distracted by Life. Our podcast is all about making change within yourself and your relationships. We share conversations, stories, and explore ideas coming from our lifelong journey of the high points and especially the low points where we learn to face our fears or cope with pain, loss, and failure. We do this in a discovery quest to establish patterns around our past and understanding whether we are tripping up from our past or being held hostage by it. We work on identifying ways to move forward, aligning our core values and unlocking the keys to self-awareness, self-acceptance, self-compassion and letting go of what is not serving you positively in life. A better you is always there, ready to explore in a new world. So let's begin. Welcome to Distracted by Life. My name is Dan, and today's topic is about perfectionism. I think the only way to start off this uh, topic is simply by mentioning a quote. And it goes, The thing that is really hard and really amazing is giving up on being perfect and beginning the work of becoming yourself. That's Anna Quendlin. So, Amal, what can you tell us about this topic?
1: Well, let's talk about perfectionism in terms of what it is not. Perfectionism is not the same as thriving to be your best. It's not about healthy achievement or growth. Perfectionism is not self-improvement. Also, according to the research, it shows that perfectionism hampers success. Often it's the path to depression, anxiety, addiction, and all the opportunities we miss we miss because we are too afraid to put anything out in the world that could be imperfect. Perfectionism is also all the dreams that we don't follow because, because of our deep fear of failing and making mistakes and disappointing others. In truth, really, and sadly, it's terrifying to risk when you are a perfectionist because your self-worth on the line more like your self-worth depends on it
0: so what thoughts are associated with perfectionism that comes to mind
1: well perfectionism is self-destructive and addictive belief system that fuels thoughts like this if i'm perfect live perfectly and do everything perfect i can avoid or minimize the painful experience Um, of shame judgment and blame or I can avoid others picking or tearing me apart
0: okay what what about an example of that then
1: sure so I'm gonna give you an example I used to um, in every interview um, they ask me what is my weakest point and I would say perfectionism because I thought that was like the smartest thing to use to you know because you don't want to get into the weeds of what is your weakest things so in reality <laughs> it is a disease actually to be I think perfectionism is definitely a disease so when I would say this and they slap they have this chuckle and a smile and so I'm thinking, wow, I impressed them really because now they're hiring this candidate that is completely a perfectionist that means my work is going to be flawless so i'm setting this expectation to the interviewer and then the interviewer giving me that smile and i'm thinking yes i impressed them but in reality um what i did here is that i i followed with an explanation you don't have to um um you know i don't have to i don't give opportunities to executive to um ask me anything twice or um, making mistakes because I'm already hard on myself that they don't need to do that work. I do it for them. That was an awful thing to say. And I literally used to say that in every single interview. Now, a few years later, after I've done the work on this part, I realized that is not the way to say it at all and not the way to describe it. And so I now start to go to stay away from using perfectionism as my weakness and really 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 be honest and authentic with my answers because perfectionism is it's an awful awful thing to say to try to get a, to overcompensate for something else that's what it is is you you're overcompensating because you're afraid you're putting an armor up t- you don't want people to tear you down. You don't want the criticism. You don't want people to comment, and that means there is something wrong with you. They're gonna shame you. All of this, and you don't want to these all this discomfort feelings. You don't want to feel it. So you you say, "Oh, I'm a perfectionist," and you're like proud of it. It's not something to be proud of. It that that just now really when you r- dig into the topic. It's not something to be proud of. It's actually you're overcompensating. You're basically telling the world you're afraid of their feedback. You are putting your armor up, and you're. I'm okay to uh, be hard on yourself so you don't have to do the work.
0: Okay, so listen, my understanding is that you're saying that there's no such thing as perfectionism?
1: No, there isn't. There is no such a thing as perfectionism because it's an attainable goal. Besides, I believe it's a perception, like I said. We have, it is a perception that we have, which is again unattainable and there is no way of controlling other people's perception, regardless of how much time and energy we spend trying. We just can't.
0: Sadly, but that's what everybody expects.
1: Yes, and here's another example. I was... um, Performance review time. I spent the whole year doing everything possible to please this one executive. Everything you can think possible. I followed everything she wanted and needed. I caved into everything even though my common sense was against it. But because it makes her happy and it gives her satisfaction that I am being submissive. And that's the right way to go. I am pleasing. I'm, I'm here aimed to please. So I did that. What happened in the performance review is that despite all of the, my performance throughout the year and saving her in so many times and so many occasions and making her life so easy, what, what ended up happening is that there was no way of changing her perception of me. In her mind, I was just not right there perfect yet. She had a list of things to point out to me that wasn't just under the perfection line. I am just not there yet. She literally evaluated me based on that lens. And that was.
0: Based on more on a feeling than actual. Yes.
1: And that was tangible, unfortunately. It was actually awful. And disheartening.
0: So does that mean that there is a tendency for that expectation of perfection? um, You know, almost like it's, it's, it's always has to be there. Like it's addictive, so to speak. Like is, is perfection addictive?
1: Yes, because we invariably do experience shame, judgment, and blame. We often believe it it's because we weren't perfect enough or good enough with something or someone, etc. So rather than questioning the faulty logic of perfectionism, we become even more in, entrenched in our quest to live up to that and look and do everything better or just right.
0: Okay. So what do we do to overcome it?
1: Well, we need to be able to acknowledge our vulnerabilities to the universal experiences of shame, judgment, and blame. We, become more, we, we, we need to be more compassionate with ourselves and begin the, the practice of shame resilience. We can embrace our perfectionism. And when I say shame resilience, um, I, 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 I mean it in the sense that you have to show up authentically and be seen and get comfortable in your own skin and with the discomfort. So when, when you do experience that one situation, whether it's a person perception of you or something that happened, you are not falling apart and blaming yourself and literally cowering and hiding into now digging like you literally want to dig a hole and hide in it because you are not perfect. It wasn't just right. So based on the data, I don't think that some people are perfectionists and others are not. I think we all have some perfectionistic tendency. For some perfectionism may only appear when they are feeling vulnerable because that's when they start experiencing the shame for others. Perfectionism can be compulsive, chronic, and debilitating, similar to addiction. Like I mentioned before, I started to work on my perfectionism tendency one step at a time. And in doing so, I finally understood the difference between perfectionism and healthy achieving, which bring me back to my previous episode about inner critic exploring our fears and changing our self-talk are two critical steps in overcoming perfectionism and also another thing to mention is that I have this quote that I include on my coaching site under the about page and the quote literally says this I am in competition with no one. I have no desire to play the game of being better than anyone. I am simply trying to be better than the person I was yesterday. There is an actually funny story about that is that um, at work, in a past job, someone was all kind of constantly calling me, oh, Miss Little Perfect, you're such a perfectionist and this and that. So I was so annoyed that I was labeled that way because I don't view myself as a perfectionist so I ended up typing this quote and actually put it up on my desk so everyone stopped by my desk sees it because my co-workers who were executive assistants just like myself was were literally attacking me every time I've done something that is right or makes sense Rather than I was praised for it, I was told, oh, you know it all, you miss perfect. You're such a perfectionist. And I was trying to say that's not what I am. That's what I'm simply trying to be a better person than I was yesterday. That is all for today. I do hope that you enjoyed this episode. And thank you for joining me. Until next time, show yourself some compassion. You are worthy. You are enough and you are uniquely created. Back to you, Dan.
0: Well, thank you very much for joining us here at Distracted by Life. It's, uh, it's good to know that being perfect is not perfect itself and that it's okay to embrace our imperfections simply because <laughs> that's normal. And with that said, stay tuned for our next episode from Malon and myself. Thanks again and talk to you soon.